Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If that music doesn't get you in the mood for this podcast, I don't know what will. Welcome to Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. It's me, KB. I'm hosting this episode. It's Woo! amazing. Yeah. We're oh so my goodness. It's not Miranda this week. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> With me at the table today is Julie Eisentrager and Miranda Selwood. And a very special guest, a good friend of mine, you, sir. Stephen Hurst. That's it. That's I remembered. you. <laughs> you remembered your name. I love it. Hey, Big Steve. Steps. Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome Great to, to the be table. Here. Thank you. Thanks oh, for having me. It's so exciting. Mm. Um, look, ha- you haven't been here before, so we're not going to delve straight into your show that you want to discuss. Okay. We're going to do a little quiz. Miranda, are you ready for the theme tune? Always. Three, two, one. Hit Getting it. to know Steve. Getting to know all about Steve. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Joining in. We just let the Steve can sing. Yay. Best guest ever. <laughs> no, we already knew that. We didn't learn that right now. Um, Steven. Hello. Question number one. What musical character would other people compare you to? Okay. Uh, yes, I, I asked around to a few friends about this one. Did you? And I got um, Curly. From Oklahoma, <laughs> yeah, I think because I'm quite simple um, oh, and offensive. I, yeah, are and, you simple and offensive. And, yes, very. Now offensive. that I think about, no. <laughs> uh, Bobby from Company, which I'm nice. also a little concerned about. Okay, so um, these characters are both very charming with a little bit of an little, undercurrent. Yeah, there's something slightly, mostly wrong with them. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then uh, Timon. From the Lion oh, King was the I would one. say yeah. it took a sharp turn what there. <laughs> of the three, I would pick that one. Oh, thank you. Because I know we took an IQ test once. I know that you're very smart. <laughs> we, uh, it was a competition, guys. You what? <laughs> now I know why you won. Um, okay, well then what musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Uh, Sweeney Todd. Why? Because, um, because he's very loyal to his family and friends. Yeah. Um, I like London <laughs> and I like personal grooming. I like Do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. We I, actually, mm, there's also an undercoat to Sweeney yeah. Todd. So <laughs> maybe one of my favourite answers to that. He's just misunderstood. Yeah. He is. Yeah, he's good. very loyal he? and he's into justice. That's he right. is. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of revenge, make a few pies with, yeah. his, with his friend. Yeah. I'm sure you're very good at making pies. <laughs> Anyway, um, 
What is your dream role? Is it Sweeney? It, yeah, it is Sweeney, actually. Mm. I would love to do Sweeney Todd. I would it's love one of my to favorites. see that. Mm. Yeah. I'd love to see you do Sweeney. But, yeah, I've been lucky to play quite a, f- quite a few of my favourites, so, mm. so that's cool. But um, Bobby or, as well, or Curly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to I see if everyone was right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, just to fully embrace that. Good. <laughs> Are you final answer? Yeah, uh, Sweeney, I would. Yeah, Sweet. Sweeney. Okay, good one. Um, um, so sorry, then, wait a second. Uh, where's the Sweeney theme? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Sweeney, Sweeney. Wait, because Sweeney. we haven't gotten to the question yeah, yet, like, Julie. You preempted. Oh, Gosh, <laughs> Julie. Now we don't even have to ask the question. No, we do have to ask the question. What is, is Sweeney your- told your favourite? Yeah, is Sweeney told your favourite song? Don't no, it's Into the Woods. Go, Miranda. <laughs> Try Why it. Why would I do this? <laughs> Give Sweeney it a go. Into the woods. <laughs> Same tune. Into the Woods to Grandmother's House. Okay. Great one. That's not what I want. Festival? The festival, the King's Festival. <laughs> there we go. We got there in the end. There will be a reference Man to every alive. song. Time. Um, do you sing "Sweeney in the Shower," Steve? No, in the shower I usually get. These my this is my friend. <laughs> See how it glistens. Uh, <laughs> Mute their mics, Zane. There's too much laughing going on at the table. The poor <laughs> guest is trying to answer the question. <laughs> he doesn't Seriously. No, go for it, Steve. Uh, I usually actually go for uh, Nessun Dorma in terrible gibberish Italian. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I would like a sample of that. Oh. <laughs> I'm just joking. It, You're okay. <laughs> I totally get this because Nessun Dorma is the only part of that song that I know. And so I didn't, after that, it's just it's that. Whatever you, yeah. You know, just let loose. Swedish chef, that. Yeah. I like it. This is already great. I'm a little nervous about the rest of the episode (laughs) and if we're going to get through it or not. But the controversial question, Steve. Yes. You have to delete one musical from existence. It cannot be Cats because it has been burnt and buried and stomped on and all of the oh, above. Poor, poor kitty. Cats. There's some good things about cats. Don't say there? that. Oh, it's right, lies. Okay, you know you're lying. <laughs> um, you have to delete one. Which one is it going to be? I chose Fame. That's a good Ooh, one to delete. Because, yes. ugh, that's you're just not gonna narcissistic. Live and, yeah. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Well, other than Fame, that song. What are there any other songs from Fame? That oh, um, that mm, one where they talk lunch. about like yeah. I don't mind hot lunch mm. out here on my own. Out here on my own. But yeah. I'm happy to delete the whole thing. Yeah, that's fine. Great. Great. Good one. Press the button. Well done, Steve. It's gone. It's no longer there. Deleted. The end. <laughs> so deleted? No, it's deleted. Okay. <laughs> um. Doritos. <laughs> Snacks? Where are we? I haven't had dinner. I'm very hungry. (laughs) Um, Well, we've gotten to know Steve. Now we should get to know the musical that you have chosen to speak about today, Stephen. What is it? It's Chess the Musical. What? Yeah. That's amazing. They wrote a musical about chess. How cool is that? I know. Yeah. I think so. Not very. But we're going to play this music (laughs) and then we're going to come Shots fired already. I'm just kidding, Steve. Chess is good. Let's yeah. have a chat about it. Do you have yeah. any interesting facts? Uh, a few interesting facts about Chess the Musical. It was um, All the music was written by Benny and Bjorn from ABBA. No way! 
way. I know. Yes way. I mean, Start. they wrote quite a lot of hits. So why yeah. can't they write a musical? Tim Rice is on lyrics, so, you know, he's written things. And then the book uh, was written by Richard Nelson. They created a concept album first in 1984 uh, and it debuted on the West End in 1986. Nice. And then uh, 1988 they did a much altered version for Broadway. Like how altered? Like they changed (laughs) pretty much the whole show. Uh, Yeah, whereas... Normally a year goes by between Act 1 and Act 2. It was all just the one tournament throughout the whole thing, changed locations. Did they say why they did it? Um, Well, I think it did definitely need some (laughs) reconstructing (laughs) and tweaking, but no, I'm not exactly sure what their thoughts were behind all that. This is one of those shows that were like from concept album. As soon as they put it on stage, they spent the entire rest of the history of this show trying to fix it. Yeah. It's like plagued. Yes, <laughs> yes, many plot holes and long-winded storytelling going on in the chess, the musical. Uh, but just so you know, it did place seventh in the BBC Radio 2 listener poll of the UK's number one essential musicals. What so a get. Say that one, one what more get. time. Seventh. It got seventh. seventh in the BBC Radio 2 listeners poll. For the UK's number one musical. It made the musical. top ten, yeah. guys. The it made top the top ten. Of uh, BBC, BBC Two's two. listening poll. I mean, to be honest, BBC Two is the better of the BBC channels. I well, okay. Heard that. Oh, yeah, all right. So well, it's I'll actually it quite prestigious. Did it get nominated for anything? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, actually. Uh, Julie? I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm actually already on it. <laughs> <Dry>. I'm <laughs> scrolling as we speak. Um, <laughs> awards and nominations. Yeah. Um, nominated for Best... Tony Award, Best Performance by a Leading Actor in a Musical, Best Performance by a Leading Actress in a Musical. Nah, wins. No wins. Drama Desk Award. Nominated for Outstanding Actor in a Musical, Outstanding Actress in a Musical, Outstanding Feature Actor in a Musical, Outstanding Music, Outstanding Lighting Design. One, none. Oh. Plagued, though. Theatre. That's true, true. World Award of Unspecified Award. Yep. Philip Kasnoff has won. He just won. Congratulations, just won. Philip Kasnoff. Woo-woo. Phil. Crushing it. I love Phil. Is that he all did of them? great work on chess. That's everything. Mm. Yeah, that's everything. What did he do in chess? Oh, man. Oh, scroll. <laughs> scroll. 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 Um, oh, he was Freddie Trumper in oh, Broadway 88. American. American. Mm. Um, if you had to describe the plot in less than a minute, how would you do it, Oh, Steve? I don't know if I could do it. Do that. Um, I'd have to speak really quickly. I believe but, uh, in you. There's a chess tournament. Uh, the the American wins. Russia. Yeah. There's a Russian who uh, has to um, rematch him, uh, but he falls in love with Florence, who had a thing with Freddie the American, oh my and goodness. then uh, they they what did sort she, of. Anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. She was his second. Second. Yeah, that's right. He he was married with a child. Mm. Gets very. It depends <laughs> which version we're talking. Yeah, this well, is a, a, big part, a big problem with trying to describe the plot of chess. Yeah. Is it, the show completely changed yeah. numerous times to the point of taking characters in and out and moving songs from one place in the show to another, or giving them to a different character, cutting them out, putting them back in, um, because they just couldn't. All the music works as songs. Mm. and somewhat in sequence works, but they, I feel like they just tried to put too much of too everything much in, in the show. Cold War, there's they the... They couldn't oh. get it all to fit together. Yeah. They yeah. tried really hard. Yeah. 
They yeah. did. <laughs> and numerous people did. So the rewrites in America were um, they brought on new writers. They kept bringing new people into the project going, um, so we've got all of this stuff. Fix it. Yeah. <laughs> and so someone else would try and then it didn't really work. Um, staged productions run into a lot of problems because of the um, the time frames and the verboseness of the trying to get the plot across. Mm. There's all of these just exposition blah at yeah. you because none of that's in the songs really. Mm-hmm. But um, I think one of its big problems is that when they first started to write it, they went – they came at it as we're going to write a sung-through show. So that that was their plan. They had some feature songs that were character moments and they uh, were writing a whole lot of uh, recitative res- – No. Recitative. Recitative. I always pronounce it wrong and so I was staring at Julie throughout the time. Recit. They wrote a whole lot of recit. Rest it <laughs> for the scene work. And then um, they didn't write enough of it and it wasn't covering the plot holes so they started to throw scenes in, in to fix it and they kept some of the recit and attached it to some other songs and then got rid – so just they write just more. created just too much too much stuff yeah. and had nowhere to put it. And then anything they took out left a pothole. So it was it's just, just like bleh, on stage. Yeah. It, it kind of almost needs to be um, – it needs to survive in concert. Just that concert Or it needs version, to yeah. be filmed. It, it needs to be a movie mm. where you can piece together the scene work and the recit around the songs a little bit more successfully. Um, and the passage of time in this show too is, is a little confusing. Mm. But mostly first act happens and then the second act is the next year. Year later, but, yeah. yeah. Mostly. Unless Most, we're in mostly, America. Mostly, unless you're doing some other version of it. Yeah. Woo. All right. Well, now we have a little bit of lowdown on chess. Let's have a chat about the lessons we learn. So, Timo Supremo, chess, what did it teach us? Uh, I think I learnt that board games are best to be kept away from. <laughs> When it comes to chess, <laughs> board Generally. games and politics don't mix. Yeah, that was my second thing. Don't mess with Russia. Don't, don't mess, mess with. Russia. I feel like we maybe learnt that lesson early on, Possibly. but chess just like reinforced, really it. reinforced mm. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I learnt that maybe you should edit your work before you put it on a stage. What? That doesn't no sound like nah. that is well, not the that is not the way, KB. I know. I also learned that Mamma Mia doesn't have to be Abbott's musical theater legacy either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> true. That's true, really good true. for all of us. Remember chess everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was mess, but the music was good. Yeah. The music um, was good. The music Remains good, yeah, um, and a really interesting blend of styles too, which is unexpected from that writing team, really. But um, I think, I think um, I learned I learned a few things from doing chess. Oh yeah, but yeah, one of them is the the editor's pen is is very important <laughs> to any show, <laughs> and yeah, maybe maybe there's a point at which you got to say, okay, let's. Just put it all aside and start again and see what reinvents itself 
that we keep, but you can't keep everything. You can't. No. Sometimes you just gotta cross it all, <laughs> like yeah. pages upon pages upon um, pages. I'll tell you what else I learned from chess. Uh, the names of the chess world champions throughout history. <laughs> and Which they are. are in alphabetical order. I can't do it. Um, in the show, in the show, it's each year and then the winner's name. There's this whole segment where it's just the entire ensemble in the background of this whole scene or featured in the song, depending on which version you're doing, uh, where they're just going through the list year by Whoa. year of every chess champion. And look, to be honest, I would like to say I had learnt that lesson. <laughs> but that was a whole lot of Miranda going, 19 minutes near. Do I look like I'm singing? Because I don't know these names in the right order. How to get through a musical by Miranda. I actually had to learn all the Australian Prime Ministers for a show that I did once in a song. In a similar fashion? Yeah. In which order? They weren't in technically... Chronological order, sort of chronological order, yeah. But it was to the tune of I've Been Everywhere, Man. (laughs) Well, the tune should help, right? Yeah. Because you get, like, the... The names in some sort of rhythm. But I think what makes it difficult in chess is it's repetitively the same rhythm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Also, um, in 1956, something happened in Budapest and it rose. (laughs) 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 That's what I learned. Learn that from chess. Yeah, okay, 1956, Budapest is rising. Okay. 1956, Budapest, Budapest is falling. Is falling. Mm. Here we go. Lots of up and downs going on in Budapest in 1956. <laughs> Check it out. Okay, fun fact. Um, I, I learned how to – this is shouldn't be something you have to learn, but when you're six you do have to learn how to play pianola by playing I Know Him So Well. Popping the roll in, pulling it down, learning how to pedal evenly so the sound comes out evenly. Very important. Good point. It was this and a beer. (laughs) Good choice. My heart went to a (laughs) beer. But I do know him so well. (laughs) So well. Um, That is a good duet. That number. That's why, because my yeah. sister, who's also in musical theatre, was like, "I love this song. Sing it with me." I'm like, "Okay, I can't uh, read, but sure." Okay. <laughs> It'll be fine. Great tunes. There's yeah. some excellent yeah. tunes. And um, there were well. a few songs from the show that became um, pop hits, if you will, in the, the charts. Yeah. Um, one night in Bangkok. That one night in Bangkok. <laughs> Apparently, the world is your oyster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's Great. Start. Were they the only yeah. two? Uh, I know him so well. Which uh, did Barbara Streisand do it? Probably. Oh, I know him so well. With Barbara Streisand. Correct. And someone else. Someone who did it with her. Oh, it's going to bug oh, me. Hang on. Look at just up, keep then. talking. Just look it up, Julie. Um, I think I think something that this show does really well is the um, moments of comic relief, which are much needed by the time we get to them, yeah. and they're given to uh, the ensemble and bit characters it, it's not like there's a tenardiers in in yeah. this show all mm. of the roles are quite sort of serious and down the line and focused but then every time the ensemble comes on you know it's just going to be a good time <sighs> yeah. Yeah, yeah good that's good barbara streisand and brooklyn it's loading slowly 
Brooklyn. And so Brooklyn. Funny. It just says and Brooklyn. The entirety oh, of the borough <laughs> of Brooklyn. <laughs> is it even a borough? I don't know. Oh, sorry, I think sorry, so. American. Is that how you say it? Borough. The borough. Borough. Is it like a borough? It's a borough. It's a borough. O u g h. Not o. I feel like Americans would disagree. A borough. This is a lesson we're learning now as we not, talk about chess. Not from chess, though. Uh, I know him so well yeah. by a Barbra Streisand with Richard Page. That doesn't really make any sense. Mm. No, because, mm. yeah, anyway, right. moving on. Were there any other lessons that we've learned specifically from chess? That's a tough one. I know. It's a big ask. It is a big ask. Um, fight singing and reflective ballads are not enough to sustain a musical for its entirety. <laughs> What? <laughs> no, Steve. No. There's just so many of them. They just walk out and they look off in the distance and sing or yeah. yell at each other. Yeah. True song. Yeah. Freddie's very yelly, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not enough. The American. The American. I, I imagine the Americans wouldn't have taken too kindly to Freddie's portrayal in that in the show. Yeah. Of mm. Americans. Mm. Well, uh, practically no one else in the show is – an American, they're all Eastern European. Mm-hmm. Um, so Florence is from Bud- Hungary, Budapest, mm-hmm. and um, Anatoly, who is uh, he comes Russian? second. Yeah, he is Russian. Mm. He, does he win the year before he defects? Yes, I think he wins, the and then, then he defects to America, and then he becomes the American player. Right, which Freddie, who was the American player, doesn't take kindly to, but. Um, so, yeah, there's – Freddie is really the only American-American represented mm. in the mm-hmm. – yeah, if I can put it that way, honest. <laughs> Sounds really <laughs> racist and awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he, he's not displayed kindly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's part of the reason why in, he ended up with um, the ballad in the second act because they sort of looked at his character and went, oh, we need to give him something a little bit redeeming yeah. here. Got to flesh him out. So people know where all of that – attitude comes from and, you know, it's a whole abandoned mother situation. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Any others, guys? Or should we move on? I just want to sit here and talk about chess for like six hours. Um, Well, I don't know if the the listeners who have been loyal (laughs) 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 will stay for us uh, for a six-hour episode. I actually believe some of them would. If you would. Looking at you, Matt. Looking at you. Yeah. Put it in the comments and we'll see what we can talk about for six hours. Um, but let's move on to Dreamcast. So we have unlimited funds <laughs> to put on this production. Yeah, we do. Who will we Wait, do we? Because we, if we have unlimited funds to put on this... No, we don't have unlimited funds. It's just a hypothetical, Because I'm thinking pyrotechnics (laughs) would spice it up real nice. (laughs) Hypothetically, we have the funds needed to produce this musical. Who are we casting in it? Uh, This is about where I run dry. Well, I... Can't talk about this for six hours. Only heard... The soundtrack for the first time this week. I'd How never like listened it? to it before. Look, it's going to take, I think, a second listen before I form an opinion, which is 
fair. Um, but I looked up at the cast. Are you telling me half a listen is not enough to form an opinion, KB? Because I think we found it is. I've listened to the whole thing. It's just that I think I need to listen to it again. Mm. Um, but I looked at the people who have been in it previously yes. and um, our, our good mate, Ramen. Ramen. Yeah. Sweet Ramen. I could go some ramen right I now. Think, I think I'd keep him there. Oh, yeah. Keep definitely. him in Anatoly. He, he did it in 2018 yeah. in a Broadway revival. Yeah. No one's offended by that. No. That's some good times. It's a good one. I also just like picked random names out of the hat. And so this, do you want to hear the casting that yep. I randomly pulled definitely. out of my yeah. So for Freddie, I have Aaron Tveit. Mm. Mm. For Florence, <laughs> I have Carrie Mulligan only because I think she'd be really interesting. She can sing. She's done musical theatre in the past. Um, but do you you don't know who I'm talking about, do you, Julie? I'm thinking of Carrie Underwood, yeah. who is not no. Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan, I think, would be quite good. I have Megan Hilty in Svetlana. <gasps> I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh. <laughs> Svetlana is a troublesome casting because she really just – Turns up, sings one song, and disappears. And occasionally turns up, sings one song, holding a small child. And then disappears. <laughs> but guess who has played in the past? Your fave, not my fave. Your fave. Sutton Foster. Sutton has, has played, played it. Yeah. And so has Carrie Ellis. Yeah. Carrie Ellis <laughs> did. Yeah. Ooh, and Adina played Florence. So oh. I just, it's yes, just, it's, all, they're like, it's basically <laughs> just like Belter for both female roles. Uh, well, yes. Is in the character description. Yeah. I've only listened to it once, so <laughs> probably, I can't really. Probably not more so for Florence because she's, she's oh, it's an interesting mix of a bit of soprano and a, a bit of pop belt. But mm. Svetlana's got to have a lot of warmth, I think. She sort of has to play the, the mother archetype a little bit. A little bit? A little bit. Interesting. I'm learning. These are the things I'm learning from this episode <laughs> about chess, a musical previous to this week I had no clue about. And then I just have randoms because I don't really know what any of these characters are. Um, Molokov. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Jeremy Jordan. Just put him in. Yeah, because why not? Yeah. He's beautiful and we want to listen to his voice. Um, Walter is Jonathan Groff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Works. And then I was like the arbiter. The character description is much a bit like, Ugh. so I was like, why not a female? So I put this one in for Zane and put Audra in the arbiter. There it is. <laughs> oh, there it is. Um. Um, I think acting wise, I would love uh, – like young versions of Bob Hoskins and Ian McKellen to do it oh, if they could. Dreamcast, oh, you can do what you want. You can oh. do whatever you want. Ian that would be great. Ian Mc, you know, I think yeah. he'd be good. Chuck in maybe Maggie Smith as well. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck them all in. Yeah, Jude's get Judy in there. Miriam Margulies, she'd yeah. be good. Great time all around. Yeah, I'd, um, I'd watch that. Who is this guy? Dietrich Fischer Desco. Don't I? I I literally googled handsome tenors because <laughs> that's what you need for an Anatoly. You need a, a yep. slightly European-looking handsome tenor. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, just go check out the old programs of Evita and pick any chair you like. <laughs> no, but I just scrolled past this guy. I'll just show you his photo. Oh, that's an Anatoly if ever I saw him. Yeah. Would you say? I'm gonna say yes. Maybe we'll put that photo in the show notes. I've no idea who Schwab. he is. Um, but somebody named Tardis suggested that he well, – Maybe that's not their real name. <laughs> I don't think someone – well, they could have legally changed it to Tardis. Uh, You're not wrong, yeah. but you might be. Well, 
Parents name their children wacky and wonderful things. Let's have a baby and call it TARDIS. <laughs> Let's do that. Uh, any um, other dream cast? Um, who's Zac Efron going to be? Uh, look, Freddy. he could be Freddy. The Arbiter? <laughs> no, Freddy. Okay, well, great. He could be the Arbiter, he but he's probably Freddy. a Freddy. Yeah, Freddy Guys, you just cast him legitimately. Oh, legitimately. Yes. I didn't even cast him in the last episode. Oh, so I'm in I... the shirt. <laughs> I feel like he needs to get given two roles this week because we you didn't did put him in. You cast him in the last. Oh, you didn't want to. I, I didn't cast want him in the last to. show, so he can play both Freddie and the Arbiter. Okay, great. Everyone, everyone. Zac it's a one man entire cast. Show of chairs. I mean, it, I don't think it would be bad. <laughs> um, it's a mess anyway, right? So. I'll sit through it. Anybody else? What's, what's the? Is it title of show that has that that quote? Not a big mess like chess. Yay. Uh, mm-hmm. um, there's got to be more. I just, yeah. Like, I I would be really interested to see a, a like, um, culturally appropriate <laughs> production <laughs> where, yeah. like, we actually cast European characters in, in the European roles. Be a first. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think particularly for Florence, she's often cast as a like very generic. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think it would be interesting to, and also to bring a lot more of their um, their natural accents into the work would really change your understanding of how many different places all of these characters have come from. Because mm. another thing that really bothers me about Florence is that she's she's spent a lot of time in Eastern Europe and, and basically become a, a refugee and moved to America. But she is always sung just purely like New York American. Yeah. It's it's yeah. strange to then connect her to that that European refugee status. Mm. Yeah. Because you don't hear any of it in her voice. That's true. Yeah, I feel the same way about Les Mis with that as well. Where it should be Why done with. Are all the French people singing <laughs> in English <laughs> accents? Yeah. God, um. I. Hear <laughs> my prayer. This is Monty Python French. Not <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God, now I want to see that. <laughs> Monty Python does Les Mis. <laughs> And chess at the same time. <laughs> Woo! I love um, it. To throw another American into the ring, mm. um, our producer Zane has suggested Neil Patrick Harris in the role of the Arbiter. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There, there are some productions that, sorry, uh, unrelated to Neil Patrick Harris, there are some <laughs> productions that play the Arbiter as very flamboyant. Mm. Um, very flamboyant. <laughs> Most why don't, but not? some do. Well, why not? I guess. Actually, yeah. oh, it could have been could have been mentioned. What? Probably wasn't. What? Laura Benatti for for Florence. Correct. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Still American. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to think of. <laughs> At least she has a bit of a look. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know just... With the face and the features on it, she yeah. has a look. She has. A do face. we have any other? <laughs> Names to throw into the ring. I think no, I should no. definitely stop talking. So. <laughs> well, then let's move on to top five lists. So, top five what? Top five shows that both need a rewrite and definitely don't need any more rewrites. <laughs> It's that's just the top one list. No, there's plenty of shows that deserve a red pen. Yeah. 
<laughs> I've got um, – should be in the top five shows to listen to but not necessarily go and see. Ooh, Steve, you know? that's a good one. As the concept album show. worked. Just <laughs> could have left, left it. Yeah, I don't need to go and watch three hours of, of people mm. standing in space talking. I mean, I no one does, but we still do. <laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> I think the number one reason this show keeps getting done is because it's got Anthem in it. Mm. Yeah. I, actually, I don't know that one. <laughs> well, we're going to go listen to that later. <laughs> and we'll put a picture of Julie's reaction to it on the comments. Um, top five pop musicians turned musical theatre composers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Top five musicals about chess. <laughs> How many, many of those? Well, are yeah, there? maybe you don't need a list for that. <laughs> or just just musicals based on board games in general. Yeah, have they made have Jumanji they the musical? Jumanji. Jumanji. I'm sure it's coming. You know yeah. what I think would be a good? Uh, maybe not. But like you Game know? of Life, Game the musical. Yeah. <laughs> Great. All right, guys, we've put that into the universe. We've now copyrighted it. You cannot steal it. <laughs> it's mine. Um, but if you do want to write it, then let touch. us know. Yeah, Our number is one three hundred. Jimmy. Okay. Um, any other top five? Um, top five standalone songs, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, anthem. Mm-hmm. It's and apart from Julie, it's a very well-known <laughs> song, but it's one of those songs that people don't necessarily don't know, know the show that it comes from. Yeah. Um, Female duets, but I also might, might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, can, yeah, we can put it out there. there. It's yeah. not bad. It would be up there, and and it is performed oh, out of context lot. of the show as a duet quite regularly, because us ladies don't get a lot of duets. We, well, I was just trying to well, think that's... of how many female duets I know, and a side, side show. Side show. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a whole bunch. Frozen. Ew. It's it's still there whether you like it or not. Yeah. It's a yeah. female duo. Yes, it is. Um, top five musicals that have a competition slash tournament. Oh, yeah. Top five tournament musicals. Mm. <laughs> mm, Sweeney Todd. <laughs> oh, yeah, there yeah. is a competition. Yeah. It's literally called the competition. <laughs> yeah. Any others? Uh, top five. Mm. Top five. Top five. Mm. Paperwork songs. Paperwork <laughs> songs <laughs> about paperwork. It's one of my favourite numbers in the show. Unhappy. Just, yeah, I was just like, randomly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, it'd be up there. Yeah. What's it called? The, uh, so, uh, the paperwork. When he song. defects and all of the. Um, yeah, there's an action to typewriter. Do yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're doing the typewriter mm. thing. Like, yeah, anyway. Uh, top five confusing endings to a musical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one really okay. knows what happens there. Maybe it's an open work. <laughs> you, you choose or however you read it, that's the ending. Choose your own adventure ending. <laughs> <of chess. laughs> now I'm going to have a vote. <gasps> Everyone get out there. That would be I fun. Vote. Well, it could happen. Does he stay or does he go? (laughs) (laughs) Any others, guys, or should we wrap this episode up? We're going to wrap it up. (laughs) Stephen, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thanks so much for having me on. Oh, any time, mate. If people want to, like... 
stalk you and see what you're up to. Wow. I mean, look, we're not, we all do So it. here is Stephen's address. <laughs> <laughs> Where can they find, or do you want them My to find number you? number is Yeah, if you search, you know, Stephen Hurst with a PH and an HI on any of the Social media things you probably and any find of it. the any just either way around no like you choose P H I P H T E V N oh great Stephen I think they would still find a profile as well I'm gonna try no that is my Instagram actually if you want to come it's P H T E V N underscore H I R S T um and that's if you're living in Brisbane, and you go see some shows, you'll see Steve's face a lot. You've probably met him. You've probably seen him in several things before. It's all good. Um, If you want to find us and stalk a musical stop me everything I know, not specifically Julie KB I mean, you can from there stalk us Um, You can. But if you would like to find us, you can uh, search us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or with musicals teach me or musicals taught me everything I know. You get to choose which ones you want to search first on that one. It's an adventure, guys. If you would like to send us an email, you can send it to musicalstaughtmepodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to support us financially head head to patreon.com forward slash musicals taught me everything i know and the greatest way ever to let us know what you think is to rate review subscribe on your favorite podcatcher um is that everything I think that's everything. Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Steve, once again, thanks for joining us. Come back anytime. Thanks so much. And we're getting played off. It's been me, KB, with Julie Eisentrager and and Miranda Selwood. See you next week. Bye. My name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes. We're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because... Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh, yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.